And hello and welcome everyone to another Comic Multiverse commentary coming right at you randomly and out of the blue because there was no news to talk about this week and I didn't feel like doing another Q&A after doing two hours of streaming. No, no, yeah, there was no news whatsoever. We're, we're doing Venom this week because I picked that at random because I thought, hey, let's get this over with and its runtime is about as long as an average episode of the comic multiverse. Matt Matt fought me on it and wanted to do Spider-Verse and considering that we're doing this on Oscar night and that it actually won Best Animated Picture, maybe <laughs> we should have, but we're doing this now. <laughs> and I chose it before it won that and then like minutes later it won one. <laughs> we'll, we'll do Spider-Verse of Eventually. we'll try and get a uh, tom back for spider-verse we'll try and get him back for a good one yeah. but you know let's just let's just knock venom out so it's done everybody so again at <laughs> home if this is your first comic multiverse commentary be sure to get up your version of the movie your dvd your digital uh wherever fine movies are sold uh the version matt and i are working with is an hour 5206 which really it's more like an hour 12 but you know yeah <laughs> There's there's a lot of credits there, you know. It's I, 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 I'm not lazy. I didn't want to do like uh, a little a little under the work I normally do. Honestly, they, they got they got they got Eminem to play his song twice. Boy, boy, did they ever! And man, I, I feel good about doing a commentary because that means I didn't have to shave. You can hear my scraggly beard in there. I didn't have to get dressed or comb my hair or anything to be on camera. So I'm all happy about this. I I'm the opposite of that because I did shave and then. F- realize that i look like a child now it happens i mean that was me a week ago but you know we're stalling for time i will count us all down and then when i uh when i get to five press play and then we'll start how does that sound everybody awesome all right so one two three four five all right so we're starting up we got the sony logo a logo that i both love and fear at the same time Sony, a studio who who this year, or last year as well, put out one of the best Spider-Man films Mm -hmm. and then one of the worst Spider-Man adjacent films. I mean, they're dedicated to diversity, Matt, and by diversity I mean two giant extremes. (laughs) Yeah, you didn't specify on which plane of existence diversity is on. It's not in, like, the people, it's in the movies. And, hey... (laughs) Hey, too, just remember, Matt and I are going to talk a lot of shit about this movie, but be comfortable in knowing that it made, like, a billion dollars and is getting a sequel if you did like it. So what What the fuck do we know? Also, in association with Marvel in big letters, <laughs> so you know this isn't actually connected to the MCU. <laughs> That's what I found really, really strange about, like, when this movie was coming out, like... It's a crap movie. Like, the amount of people that just said it is absolute garbage, yet it made heaps of money. People, people... How? People were morbidly curious, people needed something edgy, people just like Venom. I've gone over it in my head a million times and I cannot find an answer, because it's like, you know, not that many people can't know or like Venom that much. I think they like the drawing, because it's like, obviously... Yeah, the look. Yeah, because like, comic fans were going to see it regardless, but it's like, how did Joe and Jane six-pack, you know, really yeah. want to see this? Well, see, I think they they were banking on it, like... Oh, he's a Spider-Man villain. This is tied to those new Spider-Man films. Yeah, maybe. Confusion in the marketplace. Mm-hmm. Who knows? Yeah, so, like... His, like, bullshit about how Venom gets to Earth. Yeah, which at least they're dispensing with it early on. I suppose so, yeah, but it... I mean, it would have been interesting to see, like... 
like Venom's planet and everything, the symbiote homeworld nah, and whatnot. The interesting stuff that only recently is being dug up again. Yeah, we're like, nah, we're good. We don't need that, we don't need any of that. We'll, we'll learn on the fly, Matt, about the rich Clintar race. <laughs> also, the, I... I have I don't know why but this this scene just reminded me that like this movie is like fast and loose with how long it takes like oh, yeah is it ever like the timeline like there's no timeline for the movie it's not like over a day or a week it's it's over a year or something yeah a long amount of time passes it when you blink in this which again we're not saying the movie was thrown together or anything and they didn't have time to think about things like the course of events but you know <laughs> Oh, hey, here's our totally not Elon Musk-inspired villain. <laughs> yes, I'm totally not Elon Musk, guys. Which, hey, you know what? I'm actually more terrified of the real-world Elon Musk than I am a fictional Elon Musk. <laughs> now, I'm not too familiar with, like, Venom's side of the Spider-Man vest. This guy is a character from the comics, isn't he? Yeah, basically, you know, to the scriptwriter's credit, pretty much every name you hear is something from a Venom comic, and by Venom comic, I mean one Venom comic, Lethal Protector. They took all the names from <laughs> Lethal Protector and nothing else. Well, that's like the only Venom comic. That's the o hey, if you're a screenwriter and you only got a week to bang this out, you bet that's the only Venom comic. <laughs> but you know, they had to cut other stuff like uh, what is it? What was it, like secret underground cities filled with homeless people and like giant driller robots and everything. <laughs> but like the interesting stuff yeah but you know the life foundation and all that other stuff that actually is from there <laughs> i uh, yeah yeah i i just got imdb up too so i could seem more intelligent than i am when talking about this movie and literally the first five uh like you know uh generated reviews from people are all like eight stars ignore the critics ignore the critics in big long in big like all caps oh yeah they they're not bought people no totally so yeah, here's here's our villain of the movie, Riot, will be walking for the next six months all the way to America yeah. to join the plot. <laughs> That's, that, that really confused me when I first saw this. I'm like, okay, because I didn't see that uh, in the, at the start it says it's in like East Malaysia or something. I thought this was, because this looks like fucking like Washington State. Yeah. So, so like I thought it, it crash landed near like around San Francisco or something. Nope, you gotta walk. So I was like wondering, like, why is it taking her six months to get into San Francisco? Because <laughs> reasons. Also, too, why is Venom in San Francisco but not New York? Because lethal protector. <laughs> and and if they had San Francisco, they'd have to do Spider-Man references. Also that. Which they cannot do in this film. They 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 cannot do a character who is so intricately tied into Spider-Man's uh, life and everything. They can't mention that character. Your Venom will always look half finished now because he can't have the white spider. Although I don't know, maybe that'll change now because the movie made a fucking billion dollars. I don't know. Maybe Venom too. He'll finally be allowed to get the spider. I don't know. Thank you. I. I, I'm not familiar with, like, the intricacies of their contracts, but maybe not, like, because, like, technically, well, Sony and that kind of still owns Spider-Man, it's kind of like Marvel Studios' property now. Yeah, it's Like, they're using thing. it and everything, yeah. Once again, Venom comes out in this strange, malformed state where it can't really be everything it should be or everything it could potentially be. Yeah. Very strange. 
Also, what what a confusing character Eddie Brock is. He's not an anti-hero. He's not a hero hero. He's just kind of an asshole for the whole movie. Yeah. Yeah, a real asshole. Also, too, instead of being like a tabloid journalist like he was in the comics, now he's like a crusading vice news journalist. He's a bit more like TMZ. Yeah, yeah, I mean, with this editing, this is very TMZ editing. And who's doing all this editing for him? Like, who's he, we never actually get to see, like, his camera people no. or, like, his crew or anything. It's all implied that it's, like, all him. Yeah, wouldn't that be a nice way to humanize this character if we actually saw who he worked with? <laughs> his camera person is Tripod. That's who it is. <laughs> Just point and shoot, and his editor is After Effects. <laughs> Uh, hey, look, it's the guy from Sons of Anarchy and Mayans in a bit part. <laughs> Going against stereotype. <laughs> yes, yes. Now he has a job and isn't a criminal, unlike in everything else. <laughs> but he works for the Life Foundation, so he could be a criminal. <laughs> Ooh, yeah, we don't know what criminal stuff he's doing, uh, doing after hours. <laughs> but yeah, so the big inciting incident here for Eddie Brock is that he'll screw over his girlfriend, betray her trust to get to the bottom of a story, never apologize for it for the rest of the movie, no. and never learn a lesson. Well, the thing is, he might have apologized in that, that year jump the movie takes. Or maybe, <laughs> we just never see it. Or maybe in the 40 minutes that they cut from the movie, because when they asked uh, Tom Hardy, and again, I have the inside track on this one, because it was Rob from the YouTube channel Comics Explained who asked him, <laughs> what was your favorite scene in the movie, only for Tom Hardy to go, oh, they cut it out, uh, they cut out 40 minutes that were my favorite. So, yeah. <laughs> But, you know, the movie wasn't slapped together or anything. That would be a stupid thing to say. Yeah, oh, definitely. You know, this movie only, like... it. it I, I remember, like, they announced it, and then, like, not long after that, it's like, oh, they finished shooting. I'm like, how is <laughs> like, that even possible? <laughs> and that trailer there that looked really half done. Oh, my God, yeah, the first one? Yeah. Because that probably was just, well, here's the dailies, put this into something. Yeah, the first one that that you could, like, pick out all of the shots where there was going to be, uh, like, a Venom or, like, mm -hmm. a, a CGI effect. And and the thing is, it was completely right, because you look at, like, the next trailer and it had most of those shots in it yep. with the CGI in it. <laughs> Not only that, but, I mean, you know, uh, uh, again, as someone who, you know, has maybe filmed their own movies or watched a lot of behind the scenes, I have never seen a movie like Venom where every scene feels like a first take because it probably was. Mm -hmm. Yeah, they are rushing through it. Yeah. Can we, can we talk to you about, uh, about Tom Hardy's choice in voices here for his, his very authentic <laughs> New York accent as, you know, filtered through a British man? Uh, you, you know, they, they, they were changing so much. Why not just, like, make Eddie British? Sure, why not? And I'm walking here. I want you to. I'm Eddie Brock from New York. Can't you hear it in my voice? <laughs> he, say, he sounds like he is from like New York, but like he'd been like kicked in the head by a horse. Yeah, or he has a major speech impediment. <laughs> yeah. What's wrong with the way I talk? <laughs> oh, I got the black goo on me. Yeah, and apparently, people from New York sweat profusely. <laughs> 
<laughs> oh man, we gotta talk about that, and we also gotta talk about Tom Hardy's man bracelet collection that really gets shown <laughs> off in this movie. And I say Tom Hardy's bracelet collection, not Eddie Brock's, because if you look at Tom Hardy in real life, he just wears those bracelets every day. Oh, all these clothes are his. They they didn't have costuming or anything for the film. He he just like turned up and they're like, oh, I just want to wear this today. Especially- He's the the Harrison Ford in Blade Runner twenty forty nine. Especially later in the movie, Matt, I quite enjoyed your theory. Uh, what is it when he shows up and he's just like wearing sweats and everything and like he's, you know, all gross and bedheaded and it was your theory where it's like, how much do you bet Tom Hardy was just filming this in between going to the gym for other parts? <laughs> yeah, getting in shape for other parts he's got coming up. Just showed up in his workup clothes and we're like, all right, let's do this. So yeah, uh, Annie too, his uh, his girlfriend and everything, also a character from the comics, who I would not be shocked if she's going to come back in the comics uh, very soon, because, hey, spoilers, if you've been reading the Venom comic, uh, Eddie's a father now. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he found out he had a secret son out of the blue, and I'm going to guess, you know, if it was San Francisco, that she's probably got to be the mother. Yeah, I, I could see that. See, see that that's like all interesting stuff that uh, Dottie Cates is, is doing at the moment, none of which will be seen in any of these films. No, no, but yeah, seriously, the Venom comic is so good right now, and I never thought I would say that, but yeah, man, D- Donnie Cates' Venom comic kicks all kinds of ass. <laughs> hey, so let me tell you about science. I'm going to build flamethrowers for everyone. Do you kids want flamethrowers? And here we have comedian Jenny Slate in a really weird role. Yeah, wow. Say, like, okay, so you're a comedian, right? And you're really funny, Jenny Slate. We want you for this role where you're super not funny. So we're gonna not yeah. play to any and of th- your strengths. And then, and then you get murdered. Yep. It's like, what was even the point of casting such a name actress if you were just gonna kill her? See, see, see here we see okay, Eddie's crew crew and producer so like why not give them maybe maybe that's like what what was in the 40 minutes like him and his crew and stuff like that yeah this guy has a whole subplot that you're never gonna see in that missing 40 minutes (laughs) do we know if any of that was even included in like the blu-ray or anything probably wasn't i sincerely doubt it they're like, no, this movie made a billion dollars. Why would we put that stupid 40 minutes back? Is, is, there, is there people on the internet doing hashtag release the Hardy Cup? Shockingly, no. But you know what? Maybe we should start oh, that. I wonder why. <laughs> yep, look. Okay, look. He's there. He's got a watch and he's got a bunch of man bracelets. Take a wa- uh, Take a drink every time you see his man bracelets. Oh, no. We're going to start talking like Eddie Brock if we do that. Yeah. Oh, no, man. What's going on? <laughs> Also, too, you know, uh, to, to, to use a term that I think is a little overused and coined by a stupid person here, but uh, Eddie's a real fan of gotcha journalism, isn't he? I gotcha, I got you invited me into your building, and I gotcha. <laughs> I, don't, I don't think that's how it works, man, being all aggressive and anything. You should, like, try and be nice and be his friend and get him to admit something horrible. <laughs> Because, you know, doing it the way you're doing now, you're only going to get thrown out by his rent-a-cops. Also, the rent-a-cop is someone from the comic, too, the head of his security. That's also a guy. 
Oh, really? Yeah, everyone is somebody to the movie. To the movie's mild credit, again, all people from Lethal Protector. That's the thing. I don't think they could come up with names for this. I would just take all of these names from the comics. And just go with that. Again, they're nothing like their comic counterparts, not even close, but at least they took their names. (laughs) Also, one thing we haven't talked about yet. It's a Venom movie. Yes. And it's PG-13. Yep, was supposed to be R. (laughs) But they got which is feet. which yeah yeah i remember when this was first getting announced they're like we're gonna do an r-rated venom movie and that w- would have gotten me excited that would be very interesting at least it'd be but different. yeah then they then they decided no no <laughs> uh R- roland treese was the uh was the security chief mm. Now watch me not apologize for what I did and not learn a lesson, and she'll still love me by the end of the movie. <laughs> Which, again, you see, Matt, that's not lazy writing. You see, that's not like, you know, writing a poor character. He's supposed to be a bad guy. Ooh. <laughs> well, he's a shitty protagonist then. Because uh, up to this point, Topher Grace's Eddie Brock was a bad guy. He was, like, faking, like, news stories and, like, doing really shitty stuff to Peter Parker and everything. This guy's just, like, is just, like, betraying his girlfriend's trust. Yeah. Which is more relatable and makes him more of a dickbag because he did a more relatable (laughs) shitty thing. Oh, the goo, Matt. We've got so many flavors of goo. Oh, the goo. My guy. Now we need to test these on homeless people. Yeah, really, because I'm not evil enough yet. <laughs> See, get it, guys? I'm evil. Yeah, I'm, I'm the baddie. Oh, meanwhile, somewhere in China. See, there's no, like, like establishing, like, text no. or shots or anything. We're just like, oh, is this somewhere in... Is this is this Chinatown in in San Francisco? Like, know. yeah, that's the thing. You don't know. Dude, not enough time, Matt. Not enough time. We gotta go, 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 go. <laughs> Again, it's even so- then, it would have been cool. Like, like all this is happening, and it takes her like six months to get. It. Why isn't like we should see like newsstands about like like freak attack in China or, or, or like all this sort of stuff in the background to like mysterious Asian murders. Yeah, yeah, all the stuff that should, like, reference this, but yeah, nothing ever does. So yes, we again see Riot forever walking to the actual plot, our main villain. (laughs) Yeah, spends 90% of the movie doing that, and then the other 10% dying. Oh, see, the person who did this scene played that game, Sleeping Dogs. <laughs> That's what inspired this part of the movie. See, all of this, all of this feels like like they shot it as like an R rating, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and then it, and then only it became like once they get into like post production, they like edited it out. Yeah, like it was supposed to be way more violent. There was supposed to be blood splatter and everything. Hmm. But again, this movie made a billion dollars. Do you want to know who who Tom Hardy based his Eddie Brock performances on? Oh, who? Uh, he uh, Conor McGregor. Oh. <laughs> Woody Allen. Oh well, I see that. 
<laughs> and Redman, who I'm not too familiar with, but oh, apparently is like the rapper. a rapper. Yeah, yeah. Redman and Method Man. What? Why? Why did you base it on those three people? Those three people could have less in common. I doubt those three people would even meet at the same urinal. <laughs> Well, you see, you know, I, 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 well, you see, I really wanted to capture the inherent assholishness of Conor McGregor, uh, the being a pedophile of, uh, you know, Woody Allen, and Redman. I just love Redman. Do you, do you want to know why he thinks Venom is the coolest Marvel character? Why? I'm sure. <laughs> he had... He and this is his direct quote. He has a brazen swagger and a zero foxtrot attitude. What? Said he. What Cliff Notes version of Venom were you read about, Tom Hardy? Seriously, what's that even mean? Also, you know he doesn't care. Yeah, because he was a villain for most of his career. That's why he didn't care. <laughs> Now, again, too, you know, we have all these different, uh, what is it, symbiotes, you know, riot and lash and scream and everything. I'm like, oh, are these going to be the quirky mini-bosses that Venom's going to have to defeat? No. No, yeah, they... I can't even remember. They don't even appear in the film, do they? Nope, no, they don't. No, no. Again, clearly in a different version of the movie, Venom was clearly going to have to fight them before he got to the oh. main one. Oh, yeah, that will probably be, like, the mid mid-movie point where he has to fight them and it's like that's what sends him into the, the mid-act low like they mm. kill his girlfriend or something or because again when we hit the third act of this movie it just hits the ground and doesn't stop like this movie ends really abruptly oh yeah 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 it's suddenly there's missiles and, mm -hmm. and spaceships and whatnot and then it's just over in a movie that's largely set around Eddie trying to deal with this parasite and escape people in San Francisco, it suddenly changes to him having to stop a missile. <laughs> oh, now we gotta talk about this, uh, Eddie Brock, friends to homeless people everywhere, because again, Eddie Brock worked with the homeless in The Lethal Protector, He's a defender of the little guy, friends to the hobos, and yet he will not defend the shopkeeper in a minute. Even though he's a crusading journalist, he is in fact a giant yeah. wussy. How does that make sense? Yeah, yeah, he'll help these people who actually, or who need help, because I guess it makes him feel good. But the minute someone, like, someone comes and threatens a shopkeeper for protection money, not interested. Not, again, just completely clams up. It makes me think, was this scene supposed to be earlier in the movie and they just completely screwed it around? Because it feels like that doesn't jive with everything we've been told about the character up until mm. this point. Yeah. Or is this only because they thought of that stupid scene at the end where it's like, no, no, he needs to get the suit and then, you know, he needs to, like, kill the guy. We see, what I think was meant to happen, it was, this was, this scene was, like, meant to happen when he had... Like, like a scene like this was happened happened before, and he couldn't do anything. Then he gets the venom suit, yeah. and this scene this scene happens, and he figures like, oh well, I'll use venom plus my you know investigative journalist skills to track where this guy comes from and go like take out the whole gang. Yeah, and this is how writing and escalation works, but we don't get that here. Also, too, not to you know not to insult this criminal style of crime but uh he starts are you robbing or shaking the store down because they're two very different things that's the thing it like 
makes me think that it was meant to be a robbery, but then they like reshot some of it to make it look like protection. To have it be a shakedown, because again, you don't pull out a gun traditionally on people you're shaking down, because you know, you don't want to make a lot of noise, you've already like beaten them into subservitude and everything, but this kind of looks like a robbery, which again, does not make very much sense at all. No. This man's bad at crime, he's bad at running a protection racket. <laughs> Matt, when are we going to get into running a protection racket in San Francisco? I think we're able to do better. <laughs> it seems pretty easy. Yeah, really. Yeah, no Tom Hardys will stop us. <laughs> and it's even more pathetic because we see that he actually has a pre-existing relationship with the lady who works at the store. Yeah, yeah. And still doesn't do anything. And also, why doesn't the lady call the cops? <laughs> Like we have it's too easy. Very too easy. Like, it would be one thing if we did, like, an establishing shot where it's like, oh, you know, San Francisco, oh, it's like Gotham City in this universe. Oh, all the cops are dirty and there's so much crap. No, this just looks like regular, everyday San Francisco. Yeah. Yeah, there's nothing, like, special about it. No. Oh, here's the first of what will be many scenes of Tom Hardy eating and drinking things. Also, be sure to get uh, that Pat's Blue Ribbon uh, there on screen. This movie proudly brought to you by Paps. Yeah, right, move the phone down a little. We need to see the Sony Sony yeah, logo. Yeah, yeah. Keep moving it down. There we go. Oh, Sony DVD player. There we go. We can see the NY. <laughs> oh yeah, this is like this. This feels like something that like Tom Hardy insisted on having because this is what he was doing that month. Yep some type of yoga this is not set up like why is he doing this he was into it that month a lot of the film does feel like that you're right where it's just like well tom we have nothing written for you how about you just do whatever you want yeah well I, yeah well like what do you want to do today tom again none of this makes sense you know oh i'm tom hardy my life is so hard you know, I, I can't defend the store clerk. I can't, you know, yell at my neighbor. Why, though? You're Tom Hardy. You're built like a brick <laughs> shithouse. Yeah, I know you're a little tiny, but what's what's your problem, dude? That's the thing. They should have they should have done, like, what they did with, like, the Rami Spider-Man or, like, or, like any spot where he's kind of like a schlubby guy. And then when he yeah. gets the symbiote, he becomes kind of, like, ripped and, like, and, and like, strong and everything. None of his problems are believable because, like, oh, I have problems with confidence. You just got up in the face of, like, some rich a-hole who was running this company <laughs> and you're a crusading journalist fighting for the little guy and going to war zones and big things, but you can't tell your neighbor to fuck off? Yeah, you look like a supermodel mm -hmm. and, like, like, what's your problem? Is it because you're short? Yeah. No, he's not short, Matt. He's very tall, as we'll see throughout this movie. <laughs> He's got that Tom Cruise contract on him there. You always shoot me down, so I'm big and tall. It's the same with Riz Ahmed. I know Riz Ahmed's really small as well. <laughs> I think so, yeah. I know in, in, in Rogue One, they portrayed him pretty small. Right, because there's the fight scene later on where they shoot it down, and I'm like, oh, wow, is he really that small that they film the whole <laughs> fight scene shooting down? <laughs> it's trick photography, man. It's what they did with the Hobbits, but in reverse. <laughs> well we're only 30 minutes in matt and i've already uh gone through all my material for this movie that's just how empty venom is 
And I'd like to yeah, say that, too. The problem with Venom is not that it's an inherently bad movie. I think Green Lantern is worse. Batman and Robin are arguably worse. The problem with Venom is that it's so empty and there's nothing to latch on to. Yeah, there's nothing there. And, again, it stems from having to do this movie without an anchoring character like Spider-Man. Yeah, you take Spider-Man out and what is Venom? He's nothing. He doesn't work on his own. No, no. He, like, everything that Venom is and like what he looks like and everything is because of spider-man he's a dark mirror to spider-man and if you have no spider-man what is he a dark mirror of nothing yeah he's just some big weird alien yeah he shouldn't actually look the way he does because no. everything everything about him is the eyes the 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 chest symbol the, the way he does his webs which he doesn't do in this movie he uses tentacles quote unquote it's all a reference to spider-man or it's all supposed to be yeah even that story, Lethal Protector, uh, that this is all clearly based on, Spider-Man is all over that story. <laughs> but we can't have him. Oh, bad yeah, and, man. and again, all of this feels like it should have been more violent. Like, I imagine, like, like all of this, like, all the bones breaking and stuff was meant to be all bloody and gory. And We're making a body horror movie. Yeah, it, it it's it's fantastic for all over again. Uh-huh. That was meant to be like all all gross body horror, mm-hmm. and and it never was. No, nope. because they got cold feet. But again, movie made a billion dollars. So what the fuck do we know? Apparently, oh, I how how. Yep. Bring in the next volunteer. Like, like that uh, again, you know, we actually picked a fairly good day to do this because, you know, I read online there that, uh, what is it? Uh, they, they apparently start filming the next one in November. Oh, jeez. So they're already rushing to do the sequel. And I'm like, what, what on earth are you possibly going to do in the sequel that you didn't do here? Yeah. Like, like what, who's he going to fight? Carnage. Oh, oh god yeah fucking woody harrelson in that wig oh yeah. my god i completely forgot oh, about that yeah you forgot about that oh my god <laughs> also even after being a giant wussy he's coming back to this store too i wouldn't be able to show my face here again yeah yeah i, I just uh, that that uh, just speaking of uh, like the the Cletus Cassidy thing, like, isn't there, like, some other subplot where he's, like, interviewing the serial killer for some reason? Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's the post-credit no, scene, I'm pretty sure. Yeah, and, it, well, I think they do it through the in the film as well, like, they mention it or something. I can't remember, I've only seen this movie once. Yeah, so have I. <laughs> I wonder why. Yeah, goddamn, this... this it's it really is nothing isn't it it really is not eddie brock you're my only hope because there's no other superheroes in this world i take it to spider-man but it doesn't exist <laughs> even though we've just established you're a giant wimp i wonder if this film would have been exactly the same had like sony kept the rights to spider-man like uh and went ahead with um uh, Amazing Spider-Man 3 and Sinister 6 and everything. I wonder what, what it would be like. Possibly, who knows. Arguably, it probably would have been a better film because they would be able to reference Spider-Man, have him in there. Although, knowing Sony, they probably wouldn't. Mm. 
Well, we need to also work it into that big uh, Sinister Six movie we're doing as well. There <laughs> <laughs> we'll throw Paul Giamatti's Rhino in there. There you go. See, he's, he's, he's standing up to this woman. Yeah, really. But he can't stand up to anyone else. Yeah, really. Uh, he, he can stand up to women all the time, you see. <laughs> <laughs> he's got no problem with that. See, to- see, Eddie Brock's a huge sexist. Yeah, exactly. What a what a dick. What a, what a protagonist. I, I truly want to root for this character. And that's the problem, too. You can't... You can't build a character around Eddie Brock to be like, nah, he's shitty, he's a villain, but also have him be our protagonist. You're literally given zero reason to root for him. Everything that happens to him in this movie is his own fault. Yeah, and now he's come back to, to his his now ex-girlfriend, ex-fiancé to like, oh, I'm sorry. Uh, Who, who's but like not, already ruined. Yeah, but not say I'm sorry. Mm-hmm. That's what really and then get me. he he gets kind of de- like he gets defensive because she's dating someone else and like it's your own fault. Mm-hmm. This doctor who will be nothing but helpful and supportive through the rest of the movie for no reason, <laughs> and he won't end up with the girl at the end even though he does everything right. <laughs> the moral of Venom is nice guys finish last. Apparently, be sweaty, be Tom Hardy. <laughs> Mm-hmm. She's right. You don't get to show up and be like this. <laughs> Yet he does. And throughout the movie, she will do nothing but defend him and protect him and come to his side. And there's there's the dumbest thing when he, like, kills all those police ladies. She's like, you need to go back to the hospital. Like, we are so past that now, ladies. <laughs> this, this poor actress gets all the worst lines. Like, even at the end of the movie, she says with a straight face, I'm sorry about Venom. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, lady, I'm sorry about Venom too. Actually, <laughs> she's apologizing for the. <laughs> that wasn't even the script. She just said it. Yeah, and she said it right down the barrel of the camera. Right down the camera. <laughs> hey, you in the theater. Not Not the network. Yeah, Tom Hardy, stop being a dick. Yeah, really. Oh, don't worry, I'll stop being a dick later and I'll start acting like a crackhead in a minute. <laughs> oh, yeah, here comes sweaty, sweaty Tom Hardy. He's like, hey, I've seen The Fly once or twice, I can do that. <laughs> this will be my body horror moment to show what a great He got really into character, actually, when it got himself infected with a parasite. <laughs> <laughs> he got all the worms just for this. <laughs> Why are you upset? It's your own fault. Yeah, right. <laughs> oh, I just don't know what I did wrong, man. I just don't know what I could have done different. Was it invading her privacy and breaking her trust? Could it have been those things? Nah. <laughs> you know, it's like it's like I'm not going to grow and evolve through the rest of the movie. <laughs> Which, I don't know. Maybe that was in the 40 minutes, him learning a lesson that they had to cut. I don't know. <laughs> Made a million dollars. Apparently people really liked it. So what the fuck do I know? <laughs> I've decided to help because I feel bad, I guess. You sure this is gonna work? Stay down and shut up, please. 
The funny thing about this too is like, how will we topple this evil corporation? Ah, through hard hitting, you know, grassroots journalism is how we'll do it. <laughs> why, why, why do I think in real life though, evil Elon Musk standing here would have been like, no, those pictures of the black goo pods, that's fake news. Oh yeah, he totally would. Yeah, those fake news didn't happen. Those, those pictures are doctored. <laughs> See, I don't know why they didn't do more of that. Yeah. Like go, like go, just, just go deep into like the investigative journalist stuff. Yeah. Would have been, would, they would have been able to do something. Yeah, and would have you know maybe helped make him a little different than Spider Man. Not that he's much like Spider Man in this. No, maybe Tom Hardy didn't want to. He's like, I don't want to do that. Yeah, I don't know. I just want to be weird and pretend to sweat. Yeah, I, I want to be sweaty and I want to eat raw meats. I also want to wear my own clothes. Yeah, wear my own clothes, my my man bracelet collection. Which I know people are probably saying, but Joel, don't you own a bracelet? Yes, I own one bracelet. <laughs> <laughs> Although, again, if we were doing this on video, I would have bought several more. Nuts. Doesn't that completely insane? Yes, there's no protocol for this thing. Also, again, would Eddie have been motivated to do this if the one homeless person he was friends with uh, didn't get kidnapped? Does he know at this point? Uh, no, he figures out later, I think. Yeah, I don't think he would. As we've shown, he's nothing but selfish <laughs> up until this point. Yeah. Hey, where's that woman who gives me my paper? <laughs> oh, I don't like the look of this creepy lab, man. <laughs> Time to make the journalism happen. I'm gonna get so many likes or thumbs up or wherever oh, I put these. I was just about to say, like, I just noticed he had his phone. I was just about to say, like, is he just gonna, like, go into the lab and just, like, say, I saw this and just gonna be his word, no pictures or anything, but he's got a phone, which yeah. they did something right. I, again, he, he is a video journalist. I'm sure he has a pretty, you know, sick Instagram page. I'm sure he's gonna put this all up on YouTube. He's got a great channel. Follow him at uh, Eddie Venom XXX420. <laughs> you know, that's, that's where you get the hard-hitting shit. Also, too, I think his friend, the homeless person, I don't know if I uh, confirmed this or not, but I think she also plays one of the meth heads on Orange is the New Black. Oh, really? To where I'm like, man, you know, they've, re they've really typecast you poor lady, haven't they? I went from playing a meth head to playing a homeless person. <laughs> <laughs> don't worry, I'll save you. Oh no! <laughs> this plan. Oh, the, the the meth the meth head attacked me. Who could have seen that coming? Yeah, really. Oh no! Oh, the goo, not the goo. <laughs> what a really anticlimactic way of getting it as well. I know, right? This is such a far cry from you know that great scene uh, in the comics, in the church, in the cartoon that also did mm -hmm. the church where it like comes. You know, falling down on him and everything. Even, even Spider-Man 3 did that. Yeah. Heck, uh, Spectacular Spider-Man actually had a great one, too, where it's, you know, Eddie Brock, after having his life ruined, opens up the case, gets the alien costume, and he has this great moment of realization, being like, oh, 
you know, uh, I hate Spider-Man and Peter Parker. I thought I had two enemies, but now I only have one. That's a good scene. That's a good show. That is a good show. <laughs> shoot to kill. Shoot to kill. Where the fuck is that light coming from? From their cool ATVs. <laughs> man, you know, uh, this security company, you really get what you pay for. They can't shoot one tiny man. Yeah, they're not very good. No, they, they go to the Stormtrooper Academy. Also, I, I mean, I guess he is trespassing, and depending on what the law is, you can probably shoot and kill someone for trespassing, but how are they going to try and square that, yeah, we murdered an investigative journalist well, on our property? Well, as well, like, the property he's breaking into is, like, a highly sensitive lab with, like, equipment that could probably, like, kill a couple of people if it got out or something. I could see them doing, like, shoot to kill. Oh, jeez, I sure hope they don't look up. <laughs> boy, boy, will my face be red if they look up. It's going to be red anyway because he's already sweating profusely. Oh, yeah, here we go. He, he, this is why he took the project right here, these scenes. Oh, I'm going to be double-fisting Paps, man. You just wait and see. <laughs> going to be one Paps, two Paps, Penny and Dime. Oh, I got a bunch of photographs. And then go eat, eat the chicken from the bin. Oh, yeah. <laughs> now, Tom Hardy, he demanded to do all his own eating and all his own drinking stunts for this. <laughs> he didn't have the stunt eater come in. No, no, no. That's why he was all for taking this part, because he could eat whatever he wanted. I want to eat frozen tater tots. Mmm, McCain's. Oh yeah, doing all my own eating. Also, he did all that stuff with his eyes on his own as oh, well. Oh yeah, yeah, he's very talented. <laughs> you don't know that all the time. It goes unsaid. It's so funny too, Tom Hardy, that he agreed to take this role when he turned down so many other superhero-related things. Yeah, yeah. No, I'm too good for Suicide Squad, but I'm just good enough for this. Which again, I think it. I think he took it because of his, his like son or something likes Venom. Right. Also, I guess he got to be the lead in this, where in the other movie he'd just be part of an ensemble. Mm-hmm. And again, movie made a billion dollars. So what the fuck do I know? <laughs> I'll be interested to see if like the um the sequel has like. A bigger budget because of that, or whether uh, it's yeah. left with the same and just like it all looks the same. And again, Matt, it is. Well, why should we mess with success? We made a billion dollars and probably <laughs> only spent not even a quarter of that. Let Let's stay the course, man. America has spoken, and they want very cheap slash uh, slap dash put together Venom movies. And you got to give the people what they want. He go. Venom's budget was a hundred million. And it shows. Was it really? Hmm. <laughs> Although that being said, they made Venom for more than Justice League took it, and not the theaters, so you know, that's something. <laughs> oh man, coming out of a bad hangover. <laughs> He's got a major hangover face for the whole movie. <laughs> 
Yeah, this is this is the birth of Sweaty Hardy. Oh, yeah, we've all been there when you puke, like, the night after, and you got the sweat around your shirt like that. You're just looking like you become a human waterfall. <laughs> That's bad. Uh, must find the plot. Slowly but surely must find the plot where things are happening. <laughs> I'd say this is all incredible padding, but it's incredible padding. <laughs> now, now, this this doesn't make any sense. So she needs to get to America. So she just assumes this white lady and her daughter are going to America. Well, it is an alien, so you know by its reasoning, sure. <laughs> what what we don't see is the stopover in Canada and Britain. Riot did a whole world <laughs> tour just to get here. Yeah. Again, as we'll find out, the symbiotes, the Clintars, are not very intelligent. <laughs> like, what's their big plan for taking over? It bring more, I guess. Ah, uh, yes, the lobster scene. <laughs> hey, 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 hey. <laughs> Could it be that crack? Yeah, this th this is the one thing I will agree with with most critics. Hardy does actually look like he's having the most fun in these situations right here because he gets to be, you know, really playing against type of, like, the pretty boy actor being like, nah, just let me be really gross and fucked up. <laughs> well, see, the thing is, this is actually, like, Tom Hardy actually went into a real restaurant and did this. <laughs> yeah, right. This is just, They all filmed this with, like, hidden cameras and stuff. <laughs> He's a method actor, that's how much he believes in the project. <laughs> he ate a real live lobster. Yeah, he did all his own eating stunts. That was in his rider. Like, I wonder, <laughs> like, all the weird sounds he's making, were those in the script? <laughs> Oh no, they were all totally his. <laughs> all ad-libbed. The director's like, okay, Hart, Tom, you're just gonna get in the tank and just say your lines. He's like, I'm gonna make some lines up. Just go nuts, just freeball it. <laughs> or he did that in ADR though. They're like, okay, Tom, just say your lines. And he's like, Tom, what, Tom, what are you doing? He's like, we need, we need to add more here. And again, this doctor guy being so accepting where they're like, oh, Eddie's acting a little strange, isn't he? Oh, I think he might have a parasite. No, he's acting like he's schizophrenic. Eddie, can you hear me? So the, the first thing they do is give him a fucking MRI. <laughs> like, as you do. As you do. The, the, the fact that, like, literally they, he, they didn't have him sectioned, like, right away. Yeah, yeah, trapped in, like, an insane asylum or something. stunning. I do hate MRIs. They freak me out every time I have I actually had to go get one. <laughs> but hey, do you do that? Uh, I mean, kinda, yeah. Internally, yes. Hey, at least they remember the symbiotes hate fire and sound. Well, there's like, is that tied to Spider-Man? No. no. Oh, we can use it. Well, uh, looking at your chart right here, and it seems you have a lot of black gooey evil inside of you. 
<laughs> do you have any idea when you when you could have gotten that? Yeah, when you could have contracted that. <laughs> have, you, have you taken any trips anywhere? <laughs> Because, like, literally, on that x-ray, it's like, yeah, oh, yeah, that's your problem right there. You got a lot of black, gooey evil inside ya. Got it. <laughs> oh, say goodbye to Jenny Slade, everyone. She'll be leaving the movie soon. <laughs> I'm gonna go make more Big Mouth, just to spite you. <laughs> Bye, Jenny Slade. The creature and the host are one. Again, I'm sure in another part of the movie, like, Jenny Slate was supposed to become Scream, she was supposed to become <laughs> another symbiote for him to fight, and like, ooh, wouldn't that be something? This was the lady who tried to help you, but now she's a symbiote monster, too. Well, see, no, what I think was meant to happen was, I think it was meant to be, then this is just, like, my thinking, like, Scream was meant to take her over and, like, keep her as a hostage. Mm, or something. And, and, like, and it would have added something extra to, like, venom fighting her because yeah. like every time venom tries to like kill her she he turns back into into the woman and he can't kill her yeah. it's like eddie won't let her let him kill her or something yeah that would have been, been interesting yeah that would have been stakes and intrigue and a cool scene but no we'll just silently write her out of the movie yeah uh, she's probably thinking, thank God. Well, we'll write her out of the movie, and then we'll never mention her again either. Gets me. And he's like, hey, what happened to the doctor lady who helped me? <laughs> Hungry. Oh, God damn it. Hey, I'm okay. Don't worry about me. Is Hardy also doing Venom's voice, or did they get someone else to do Venom's voice? He's doing it. Um, apparently what they did was they recorded all of his lines first, and then so Tom could react and probably remember what he said. They fed it through him in an earpiece. Oh, that's kind of interesting, I guess. Yeah, that's actually something Tom Hardy came up with. Huh. I want tater. So I don't don't know how I don't know how they were going to do it in the film before that. But. <laughs> yeah, they probably didn't have an idea. They're lucky Tom Hardy was there to tell them what to do. <laughs> also, it was Tom Hardy's idea to shoot this movie on film instead of Fruit by the Foot. That's what they were going to film it on. <laughs> Again, this doctor boyfriend just being so accepting, his girlfriend talking to his uh, to her ex as long as she is. <laughs> yeah, I I do not understand. Maybe he had a bigger role. Possibly. Again, he's just taking it so simple. Oh, yeah, you got some, you got some abnormalities there. He ate a bunch of raw lobsters in front of you. I think it's a little more than that. <laughs> he's hearing voices. Yeah, you're, 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 you're just a little sick, man. Yeah. Yeah, I gotta feed the beast, Eddie. <laughs> why, why are you getting mad? Why? <laughs> oh, the sound, the sound. I can tell you I wouldn't open the door to a sweaty Tom Hardy. No, no, that's like, that's like rule number one. Again, we're almost 15 minutes into the movie and so little of note has actually happened. Yeah, what, what, what has happened? The, the symbiote is in Eddie, that's it. 
Again, we don't really know what's at stake yet. We don't know why. We don't like our main character because he has no redeeming qualities. Yeah, we still don't know truly the reason, like, the villain, this villain's motivations. We learn, like, like I want to say, like, ten minutes before the end that he wants to go back to their homeworld and, like, yeah. get more of them. But, like, we don't know that here. Mm-hmm. None of that. No. And, and again, when I when I said before the voice of Venom, because Venom's symbiote's name is Venom. Venom, n- not the conjunction yeah. of, you know, Eddie Brock and the suit. The suit's name is already Venom when we meet it. Mm-hmm. Which again shows you didn't understand the character when you wrote this. And we also learned that it was like an outcast. Yeah. Uh, from a, a from Clinton. Yes, you see, I, I, I'm a loser on my planet, like you, Eddie. How the fuck does that make any sense? How are you any less than Riot and the other symbiotes? You can do all the same shit. Well, well see, that, that that's the thing, like... But then, like, it, it says, like, oh, it was a loser, but then it was meant to be working with Riot and Scream and all the others to yeah. ta- take over Earth that or seems, something. That seems pretty important. So, if it was a loser, why, like, yeah, it doesn't make any sense. Job. Again, yeah. it's like they slapped this movie together or something. Who the hell is this guy? I'm gonna need Mr. Drake's property back. And then these guys, how how do they tend to get this symbiote that they've seen rip people apart Yeah, li- Yeah, literally, you've seen what this can do and you just come with some stun guns. That's the thing, like, wouldn't they, like, in the research, they would have known that, like, oh, it hates, like, fire and, and sound, so, like, why not come with, like, a sonic gun or something? Which is very flamethrower and very lethal protector. No, we'll just use this taser. Surely nothing bad will happen. Well, you see, Matt, they didn't do the MRI test yet. <laughs> I'm so sorry about your friend. They don't know the secret of the ooze. <laughs> That needs to be the sequel, Venom 2, Secret of the Ooze. What's crazy, too, is that we actually saw a a really good movie with Tom Hardy when he's manipulated by some evil force that takes over his body. It came out the same year, and it was called Upgrade. (laughs) That is is so funny that the movie starred a guy who looks exactly like Tom Hardy, and it's literally... Like Venom, like it is. Yeah, it's it, like a oh my God. better version of Venom, like almost shot. For it shot. was better. It was it was much better. Like the ending as well is so much better. And hits so many of the same like you know points as this movie does. Mm-hmm. But that guy wasn't nearly as sweaty as Tomati. No, no, that's the problem there. Upgrade. This this movie's got the sweat factor. Mm, if he needed to just be ten percent sweatier. And again, no one calls the cops during any of this. Either. No. We do see the cops eventually, but like it's like, oh, about time, guys. And then Eddie kills them. Oh, also, notice these bros are playing the Sony PlayStation. <laughs> it's like this is a Sony movie or something. <laughs> you know what would have been worse if Sp- was Spider-Man the game out by this by the time this movie came out? I want to say it was or close to. 
it probably wasn't out when they had when they were shooting because I imagine they they yeah. they probably would have chucked that in. Yeah, really. <laughs> Available now. <laughs> that that is funny with some Sony movies. It's like an alternate reality where people only use Sony products. Yeah. Hey, look, it's the first time we actually get to see the Venom. I know, almost an hour into the movie. That's the thing, the movie does a great job of, like, not using it. They just, like, use parts of it. Because like, CGI is expensive, and $100 million movies don't have that much money. Well, you see, Matt, cinematically, I, I feel Venom in the Venom movie is, it's like the shark in Jaws. You don't want to see too much of it. It builds the dread for it, you see. That sounds like something the director would say, like, criticism of not seeing Venom all that much. Oh yeah, these fucking, like, drone things that, like, crash into things to, like, try and kill them. Yeah, and we never see them again. Now, the drone, like, you'd think there would be a much better option than, oh, we'll just fly this drone into something, and then, because then you've got, like, all, like, the, the, the like, debris from the, from the drone, it's like, oh, that's from the life foundation yeah you would think even just a halfway decent cop also hey if you spent all this money on these drones why don't you i don't know put some guns on them maybe yeah yeah put like and you're trying to catch him so like why not put like a sonic cannon or something on it or yeah, I, flamethrower I, I, i'm no scientist i'm no roboticist but kamikaze drones seem like a bad idea it seemed like a waste of money as well for real you're not gonna get that back Again, here we enter the part of the movie where Tom Hardy does some of his absolute finest mugging for the camera. This is beyond anything we thought it was possible. Like if you ever wondered what his O face was. Well, a lot of the close-ups are just him on like a set, on like green screen set. Like that's total green screen. So yeah, you can just like mug for the camera. Again, how do you direct a scene like this? Like, all right, Tom, now give us uh, give us joy, now give us sadness. Now you're kind of scared. The drones are right behind you. Bang, bang, bang. You're scared. You're scared, Tom. Act scared. No, 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 Tom. Don't act sweaty. Act scared. <laughs> now you gotta poop. Life Foundation too. That's also from Venom Comics. Yeah. Which again, credit when it's due, they at least took the names from stuff. I'm actually shocked they didn't work the name lethal protector into this anywhere. Are we sure it's not in like a newspaper at the end or something? Or... Like I expected this movie to end the way most like generic superhero movies end, you know, well, you know I'm, a, I'm a vigilante of the night, I am San Francisco's defender, I am the lethal protector. <laughs> Which, Lethal Protector is just such a fucking 90s subtitle. Oh yeah, it totally is. Oh god, that is so bad. <laughs> that looks so bad. Literally half his dialogue in this movie. You have to ask Adam Sandler for, uh, for pointers on this one. Not for us. 
Again, to you know, if we want to talk about agency in a movie, Eddie Brock is a character with very little agency. He didn't get into that fight on his own. He's not really doing this on his own. The suit's literally dragging him everywhere he needs to be. Yeah, yeah, he's just just there. And just because they need a human element for it. And before that, the lady scientist dragged him where he needed to be. And all of this is just like two steps removed from being actually interesting. Yeah, oh I know, right? That's the annoying part. It's not even that it's really bad, Venom. It's that it's really empty. There's nothing thematically going on. There's nothing to grab onto. There's no arcs. Alright. It's a, it's a movie just, just made to, like, I guess, keep rights. Yeah, I, uh, I, I know when we first talked about it, I think, on our original review, I said, you know... Uh, but Venom is to movies what McDonald's is to cuisine, but I'm like, no, you know what? McDonald's actually puts a lot of time and effort to make sure that their food is as appealing to as many people as possible. <laughs> yep. And they put, like, actual craft work into this. I think I think Venom is to water as, uh, was it, as is, is to cuisine, because, you know, it's like, it's a thing. If you're thirsty, it'll hit the spot. Yeah. Now... How what, how did he like crash his bike like into that car because like Venom was in control Venom would have seen it it doesn't need Eddie's eyes to see because we couldn't have this moment right here eyes lungs I'd be glad if we didn't have this moment <laughs> we get a line from the comics that's just so out of place did you know Venom eats people sometimes but we can't show that here because. PG-13. Also, it's kind of out of date, too. He hasn't really eaten anyone in the comics in a very long time, so it's not like Matt Gargan was in control. Yeah. And they never do any anything interesting with that. It's like he'll eat someone, and then like later when Eddie's in control, he like throws up a finger or something. That'd be fun. Again, I'm sure maybe that was in the 40 minutes we lost. Wouldn't that have been interesting? Yeah. Oh my legs were broken. That way we could get in even freaked out. More freaked out, Tom Hardy. Finger. Yeah, here's our one conversation between these two characters. An hour in, and we'll just be cool forever after this. They they have more conversations, but they don't have conversations like this, where it's actually kind of visually interesting. Also important information. Yeah, Venom's got to do the plot dump. Amy Adams doing Lois Lane isn't here to do it, so no. he needs to do it. See, Venom shouldn't actually even have eyes like that. No. <laughs> hey, Venom, anyone ever tell you your eyes look a lot like Spider-Man's mask? Who's, Spider who's that? <laughs> yeah, who's Spider-Man? We don't know who Spider-Man is. Spider-Man doesn't exist here. We have Web-Man. <laughs> Holy original character Venom, do not steal. Like, what what would have Venom done? Like, like, because Venom like basically threatened him there. Yeah. Like, what 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 if like Tom Hardy? Because up until this point, we've we found out that he's he's quite the coward. Yeah. Um, what if he said no? Thank you. I'm I'm okay. I'm gonna wuss like, out on this one. 
what would have the symbiote done? It would have left. It would have killed him, left him. But then, like, it was in the middle of the ocean. Yeah, that movie would have been <laughs> over. <laughs> yeah, well, I guess I'm stuck on this buoy out here. <laughs> Yeah, work with me and you might survive, but I'm also killing you anyway. Yeah. Well, what does that mean? Dan, what are you telling me? need to get him here. Oh my god. Here we have Dr. Boyfriend, who's way too interested in this plot. <laughs> also, too, man, you know, they say the healthcare industry in America sucks. Here, Eddie has his own private doctor running all these tests and yeah. taking care of him and doing all of this. Yeah. All these cancer patients and you know kids with lung lung diseases and stuff yeah. get you know pushed to the side. Got to talk about you know sweaty Tom Hardy. Why is he sweating so much? <laughs> he shouldn't be sweating so much. We live in San Francisco. <laughs> That's what he really wants to get at. He wants to be in a medical <laughs> journal for solving that problem. <laughs> why does why does this Eddie Brock from New York perspire so much? Mm -hmm. There has to be a reason. Why would that cocktail hurt anything? Because she asked nicely. What? She immediately assumes Eddie did it. Yep. <laughs> what does that tell you about the character? Yeah, I know, right? <laughs> what does that tell you about their relationship? God damn it, Eddie, you killed more people? <laughs> This isn't the first time he's done it. No, no, you can't, you can't see me. Eddie, I need you to tell me where you are. I'm coming to get you. No, you, you cannot come anywhere near me. You cannot come. I hated you before, but now I'm really, really invested in what's going on with you. I've changed for no good reason. <laughs> come on, helpful Latino caricature played by beloved Latino uh, character actor. <laughs> Help me out. Why is he... Hey, hey, Tom, so there's this thing called email. <laughs> and why is he coming to the office at night? No one's there. Because mm -hmm. he's, like, he's tweaking. Like, hide out until, like, morning and, like, email. <laughs> email them. No, no. You don't need to give her the, like, email them, then try to give her the phrase so they have all the evidence. No, no, no time. We're in a rush. No time. Is this whole movie in a nutshell? There's no time. This isn't, th now, this scene is only here just to show that he's weak to sound because up till this point we don't know like why he didn't need to climb to the top of the tower he needed to climb into a window we also needed a cool trailer shot i'm almost sorry was that even in the trailer good question maybe it wasn't actually i don't think it was no. i think th this was solely in the film because of this so we could see it doesn't like sound <laughs> now do some more screaming tom hardy you haven't done enough of that yet <laughs> In, that's all they. That's all his scenes where they put him in front of a green screen. Just, just scream, scream. Look sweaty. Can do, will do. The old scream sweat.
Plus, I'm starting to like you. <laughs> I've known you for like 15 minutes and I'm starting to like you. God damn it. <laughs> Again, Venom's reasoning for liking him and staying with him is so ridiculous. Like, in the comics, there was a reason where it's like, yeah, we both hate Spider-Man, we both hate Peter Parker, that's what binds us together. Now you don't even have that in this. Yeah, you took the whole reasoning for these two to come together. And why they're simpatico. Why is it now? Oh, because if I leave, he dies. This this is also a thing that really got me. So it's one thing when, you know, Venom fights, you know, the goons, the hired goons from the Life Foundation. But he will kill the shit out of all these cops in a minute who are only doing their job. Oh, yeah, yeah. And the thing is, it looks as though, like, like Eddie is in charge. Like, he can call him up whenever he wants now. So, like... Why didn't Eddie say, like, don't hurt him, like, don't kill him, and, yeah, just tie him all up or something. And, oh, he's an anti-hero? Nah, he's an asshole, is what he is. That doesn't that doesn't make you an anti-hero, killing a bunch of cops who are just doing their job. And, again, you could have explained it away in two seconds. You could have been like, oh, you know, these these are dirty SWAT cops. They're, yeah. on, they're on the take from the Life Foundation. But, nah, they're just doing their job. Yeah, yeah no, you just have a scene with the... The guy from the Life Foundation tell, telling his men to call in his his SWAT team or something. Yeah, you know, oh, I'll, I'll call our contact on the police force. That's another thing, too. People are like, oh, it's such a good action movie, Venom. There's really not one memorable action scene. <laughs> Who the hell said that? Uh, people. Just, no, just, no fucking action. And this is like the only action in the movie. Mm -hmm. And we're... An hour and seven minutes in. Yep. And even the action that's in the movie is so uninspired. Not you can barely enough. see because there's so much smoke. Mm -hmm. And it's dark. Which, when you're dealing with bad effects, is what you want. Shoot it at night. Which is why this whole movie takes place at night. Shares that with Suicide Squad. Yeah, totally. Which also, shoot it at night, shoot it from far away. Again, this is the height of her being way too accepting and permissive. She sees him murder a bunch of police, but is totally cool with it and not freaked out at all. Well, you just murdered a bunch of them, so what's wrong with eating them now? <laughs> I mean, they can only hang you once. Uh, yeah, it's a little more than just he's sick, you, you dumb lady. <laughs> you're, you're really sick. We are you need to so... cut. Wait, my new boyfriend really wants to help you. He wants to get to know you. He wants to take you fishing, Tom Hardy. Yeah, also, get in the car with me even after I watched you murder all of those cops. Again, what is wrong with this lady? Also, I don't know where... I just, like, rec realized this, but... I don't know whether, like, she dresses like this in the comics, but... This woman, Amy, she's just really similar to Gwen Stacy. A little bit. She's got like a, a skirt, knee-high boots, her hair's kind of the same. Yeah, that's interesting. 
I think she was a blonde. Well, it's funny. Earlier on in the movie, she was wearing like a look, like a suit, like a three-piece suit. And I'm like, ooh, isn't that fun and quirky? Fire. Fire. Hey, they mentioned kryptonite. Yeah, it's funny because it's a comic thing. <laughs> he also referenced E.T. earlier on in the movie. I like to think like Aviara's like, can we get kryptonite in this film? <laughs> what you didn't know, Eddie Brock, huge cinephile. <laughs> He's got all the Criterion collections at home. <laughs> also, too, the Venom symbiote instantly likes uh, Annie, instantly likes this lady. Which leads Even to though she wants to, like, lock him away mm -hmm. and get him help. <laughs> which leads to some really weird stuff later on in the movie when it's like, I, I feel like the Venom symbiote is, like, trying to wrangle for a weird three-way between all of them. <laughs> Oh, come on, let's get real freaky. Come on, let's let's get interspecies up in here. Oh, that's nice. Yeah, right there. I bet you're wet and cold. You, I can feel that from here. Here, can I just stink up some of your laundry back here? Now see, that's a good drone. That drone wasn't programmed to just uh, run into stuff. <laughs> uh, come on, I ain't paying you to gold brick, everyone. You're supposed to be working in my evil science factory. Hello, I got past your security as a small child. <laughs> oh, yeah. I don't understand, like, his logic. He's like, it's after hours, it's late at night, there is a small child in this lab that no one knows about. Also, <laughs> uh, again, Riot instantly knew who to fuse with and how that would be important to further the plan. Mm-hmm. Riot knew everything all along. Well, she had time to watch the movie up until that time she also, came in, so... Well, you see, there was that big, long plane flight from Malaysia. Yeah, she watched Venom. Yeah. <laughs> she, she read the script on the way over. <laughs> you, you see, symbiotes kind of like have the force, Matt. They can sense each other and find each other wherever they are. It's fake news, Eddie. Don't listen to them. <laughs> listen to me, the weird alien goo monster. <laughs> Oh yeah, here we get the real good physical acting right here. Oh, he's popping and locking. It's just, Eddie, Eddie, just, just trash this, this room, just trash it. Just Tommy was so it. Oh, my favorite line is coming up in a minute. My favorite line that he says through the glass. Lawrence Olivier level shit right here. You were killing me. You were killing me. <laughs> what happened to we? Yeah, again, 15 minutes ago you said we, and I'm really offended by this. It's even better because you know that Tom Hardy is saying that to nothing because there's no goo on the screen, so he's just sitting there getting offended at a glass door. <laughs> You were kidding me? What happened to we? Well, you see, see, that's the thing, like, that wasn't actually meant to be a scene. He just got, like, really mad at that glass window for some reason. No one knew that they just, like, filmed it. 
Hey, should we maybe watch the alien goo to make sure it can't go? And it's gone. <laughs> Come on, the, 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 no, remember, Dan, Dr. Dan is really interested in, in Tom. Right, like, of course. Not the goo, just, I want to help help Tom. That's that, that's the real secret to us to this. He was actually totally crushing on him, and he's only dating this lady. To yeah, get to get to, yeah. <laughs> I would almost respect the movie if it went there. Hey, uh, you know, it's possible. Wasn't it, when they first meet, wasn't he, like, a big fan of Eddie? Like, of, of his work? I don't remember, maybe. Also, hey, the symbiote needed to kill a small dog to remind you that it's also a badass anti-hero who gives no fucks. Well, or possesses it, at least. But they definitely seem to imply that they didn't like this dog. And so after just doing everything to get it off him, now I need to join with it to help Eddie because reasons. <laughs> the the stakes in this movie really are all over the fucking place. Oh, they are. Absolutely. That wouldn't be any fun. No, 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 no. I'm gonna rip your tongue out of your face. I also think, too, this guy, uh, uh, Trice or whatever, I think he's all pissed off. In the comics, at least, he's pissed off at Venom because he has, like, a dead kid. Oh, okay. But again, we can't work that in here. Uh, what, did, like, Venom kill the kid or something? I, I think in New York or something. It's been so long since I've read Lethal Protector, but he had a particular bone to pick with him. I can't have that. that, would, that would, see, that would have been interesting. He has a bone to pick with Eddie, because Eddie, uh, like, wrote an expose about him or something, or and, and to get back at him, this guy gives him, like, riot or something, or scream or, scream or something, you know? What expose did he write? Yeah, this guy was pooping in the coffee pot. <laughs> Does it everywhere? Or, or, or you connect it up with the, the grocery store. He's the one collecting the, the protection money or something. So you just got to think about these sorts of things. And you see, Eddie, with my brand new app, I'm going to elevate humanity. But I need some startup capital, right? That's how he tortures him. He just gives him his TED talk. And then I find out all along that they're killing you. This is the last time I'm asking. Eddie, really, even this late in the movie, because we're heading in the third act that doesn't slow down, he really has no skin in this game and no real reason to do anything. No. And oh, hey, yeah, Riot, who looks great. He looks exactly the same as, as Venom. It's like they used the same model. They slightly changed the color on it. A grayer version of Venom. Put a little bit of like red like veins on it. Mm -hmm. And later too, and that's it. And later too, the Venom symbiote's like, oh, you can't stop Riot. Riot's got shit you've never seen. What, he can make swords? That's about the only thing he does that's different. Yeah, he doesn't do anything. No. Anything, like, wild or anything? No, because all the symbiotes are the goddamn same. Which, again, too, they're like, oh, but wait till you see Carnage in the next movie. Carnage does all the same shit Riot does. <laughs> yeah, he's just red. What are you expecting to be different? Except for more bad Woody Harrelson wigs. Oh, God. I, I really hope they keep that wig. <laughs> 
I will see that movie opening day if they keep the bad wig. And it's in all the trailers and posters. Did your mama not love you? Ha ha ha. Oh, he didn't fall for my ploy. Hey, you get some pace to be a specialist. No, it doesn't matter if you kill me anyway, because there's something way bigger afoot in this world than you and me. Much bigger than me. And it's much, much bigger than you. Again, this is like the, the one time where. Like, he's seeing something crazy happening, and he's not going, Wow, whoa, 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 Oh, hey, we, we worked Lady Venom into the comic, too, because Annie actually did have the Venom symbiote at one point in the comics, and she did look like this, actually. And I dare say... It was say the, one thing, the one thing they could do without it being kind of related to Spider-Man, and yeah. that's just fucking weird, because that's, like, the symbiote wanting to kiss him, and... Yeah. Oh, yeah, here's our interspecies three-way right here. Oh, yeah, it's, it's big on the Kree and Shi'ar homeworlds, number one in the search histories. <laughs> Clintar threesome erotica. <laughs> so, like, wouldn't Anne be, like, dying now? Uh, whatever. Because, like, because that was the thing, it, it's killing Eddie because it was, it was in him yeah, huh. for a while. And, it, and arguably it was in her for... A while. Rough, roughly, the, uh, I want to say like a day. How long it got her to go from the hospital to here. But like you said, the passage of time is really hard. They grabbed him at the hospital, yeah. brought him here. But is it still night or is it early morning? Yeah, or is this like a day later or something? We don't know. And we're also getting ready to launch the rocket, which I guess we were doing at the same time. Yeah, but they never referenced that before and like this isn't something that just happens overnight this but, is this takes like months but, of but, preparation but we're moving it up too and this is all is this also the same night too that uh Rizamed got infected by the riot symbiote or did that yeah because that was night two how many nights have we had we see it's that time in san francisco where like it's like it's like 30 days of night it's like antarctica but in san francisco yeah. it's never not night that's when like all the weird all the weirdos come out where, where you get all like the sweaty tom hardys and and whatnot come out in san francisco so venom apropos of nothing i have decided to stay and defend earth and help you because we're alike how how are you alike <laughs> What do you mean you were a loser on your plot? What does that mean in the greater scheme of suit? You just can't say that. What does that mean? <laughs> this movie just pulling shit out of its ass. Again, if Eddie has a bad arc, uh, the Venom symbiote has a non-existent arc. Oh, it, it, it totally doesn't have an arc. It just decides on a whim to help out humanity. Also, this guy here, like, in the back here, he's like... I, I don't understand, like, so his boss wants to move the launch up. Mm -hmm. So he takes that as like a, oh, my boss is crazy. Like, I, I, I don't understand it. Also, if you're already working for a weird Elon Musk-style billionaire, you're probably used to them being weird. Yeah, yeah, he's done, like, lots of other weird shit, I, I imagine. So, like, why is why is this thing the the thing that, like... Breaks the camel's back, yeah. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's like they already knew he had a goo monster in him. 
And, and so again, like I said, this final act, it's like you're watching the movie in fast forward. He gets grabbed from the hospital, and then boom, we're right at the end of the movie. Yeah, yeah, and we still have 30 minutes left. Let's go save the planet. Which will also just go right by. Yeah, what the fuck is her job in this? At the end of this, I, I can't even remember. Yeah, does she have? A, doesn't she have to press a button or something to justify? Her I know. It, it it kind of felt like like maybe Jetty Slate's character was meant to get one and she was meant to fight it. Yeah. But she was meant to fight it like she was meant to be like Ripley alien and yeah. use like flamethrowers or like sonic weapons oh, or something. Oh, that would have been fun. Oh no, Riot's got shit you've never seen. He can create maces from his arm. <laughs> never seen that before. Yeah, he can really create these stabbing weapons. This amazing alien life form is really good at creating, you know, stabby things. And that that's all he can create. But Venom's a loser, though. Even though he can do all the same things. <laughs> Maybe it's like a race thing. Maybe because, like, Venom's black. Venom Simeon can't get no free trial in San Francisco. <laughs> yeah. Look, if you listen this uh, far to the commentary, you deserve bad jokes like that. <laughs> <laughs> it's better than what is going on now. <laughs> oh no, he stabbed me. And that's bad, even though I've been able to absorb and shrug off bullets this whole time. But stabbing is bad for me. Yeah, that's, that's terrible. I don't understand the logic there. Again, you know, if they actually stopped and bothered to explain the physiology of the symbiotes at all to us, that might have been nice. No, that's... Gotta save some stuff for the sequel. This movie has so much it has to do. Mm -hmm. <laughs> it's a rich universe. Also, we can easily just pull symbiotes off, even though, like, in the comics right now, the maker's like, oh, if I take that symbiote off you, it will kill you. Yeah, I, yeah. Even I know, like, I'm not all too familiar with them, but like, even I know, like, they're not something you could just pull off. Also, like, hey, like, I know, like in the comics, like, like Peter needed Reed Richards' help to get it off. Uh, another new revelation, you know, like how uh, symbiotes are always like really spitty and everything, and there's all those pictures of Venom with all that green shit in his mouth. Yeah. Uh, the maker, Ultimate Reed Richards, found out that's actually how the suit uh, manages to deal with waste. So every time it's all, you know, spitty and everything, that's uh, that's poop. <laughs> oh, it just shit itself then. It, it's literally just <laughs> shitting itself all the time. I mean, I guess that's kind of cool that they got stuck together. Right, this is what she did. She pushes up the suit. Oh, yeah. Yeah. yeah, but this feels like it's, like, after a f like, she was meant to just fight Scream or something and, like, kill it, and then, then she gets to the, like, or, like, do something. Okay, this, this is unironically my favorite part. Big, strong, built Tom Hardy has to win a losing fight against nerdy, slender Riz Ahmed. Oh, yeah, because this is a fair fight right here. Superman punch. <laughs> and the, see... It, it would have made sense if they did like the the weird like Elon Musk thing where he's like, oh, he he learns like Krav Maga because he's he's a weirdo and you know what I mean, yeah. It's literally, uh, it's literally freaking Eddie Brock. Stop hitting yourself, nerd. Stop hitting yourself, nerd. <laughs> Uh-huh. 
No, I gotta save Earth or something. I gotta touch the goo. Mm-hmm. I need a goo infusion. Also, too, for, you know, like, advanced alien life forms, I like, they're like, no, 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 I gotta hitch a ride on a rocket back. I have no, like, you know, communicator or anything. Yeah, I, I, I don't have the... I couldn't, like, build my own in secret and, and launch in secret. No, I had to use this big, like, rocket that everyone knows about. We've mastered space travel. At least I think they mastered space travel. They just kind of... Yeah, they, they can't... No, well, I, I think the story, like... Oh, because we saw like, the posits that were, Yeah, I think it like posits that they were they were coming to Earth on an asteroid or something. Which is how it was in the comic. Well, okay, well he got yeah, it. It was like very like briefly said. Well, that's how it was in the cartoons. In the comics, obviously, Spider-Man picks the costume up during the original yeah, yeah. Secret Wars and brings it back. And then in the cartoon, it's like no, a bunch of astronauts brought it back. Yeah. Okay. So, so Venom should be dead. Because I mean, like. Like, Riot just blew up and died, and he falls into the explosion and gets it all burnt off, so, like, why doesn't he die? Because he's the strongest. But he was a loser. We've been told he's a loser. <laughs> but he's so tough. He's the toughest loser you've ever met. See, see the symbiote is literally on fire. That mm. kills it. <laughs> also, what an anticlimactic way to beat your villain there. Oh, you just hit a thing, and now he's dead. Yeah, yeah, he's just like, oh, I'll just, like, pierce this this tank and everything will blow up. He was kicking your ass this whole time, and you defeat him so easily. That's what I don't understand, like, so he did that, like, why didn't it let the symbiote get on in the rocket mm. and then do that? Like, literally, if you just had a rocket launcher and blew up the rocket with him inside, it would have <laughs> had the same effect. Venom almost didn't need to be there at all. Okay, so the actual ending of the movie, I just timed it less than five minutes. Yep. Now we have all of this. <laughs> wrapping up plot points that no one cares about. I mean, barely wrapping up any plot points. We jumped ahead. It's like, what happened to the Life Foundation after that? Were any, was there any, you know, uh, legal things put for all those dead cops you murdered? <laughs> Yeah, is there like papers about a uh, a weird black thing like running around the streets? What about Jenny Slate? Did we get justice for Jenny Slate's murder? Yeah, did you publish your art article video thing yeah. on them? <laughs> I mean, I guess it wouldn't matter now because they're all dead anyway. Did, did your boss get that note you left in his trashed office? Yeah, really. <laughs> yeah, my, my buddy Venom, who I knew for a whole night, maybe, and who I loved, hate, and loved again. That's, that's the thing, like, Eddie Brock and Venom are really only together for, like, a night at most. <laughs> well, we don't know that in the... They could have been together yeah, for like two two years for a week. <laughs> Again, because time is broken in this movie. It could have been weeks, but it feels like they only knew each other for a night. I think so. Sorry, what was that? I'm not going to tell that. Eddie, is there something you want to tell me? Nope. You belong with us. Eddie, are you being a little sure? controlling, aren't you, Venom Symbiote? Yes. Oh my god, you belong to us, Amy. Uh-huh. <laughs> 
yourself. And then she's like, you're acting weird again. We need to take you to go see Dr. Dan. you help. <laughs> oh, I oh, I forgot about that. It's weird. They give, they give Stan Lee a cameo, but not Todd McFarlane. Yeah, who you figure uh, would actually probably be the more correct one. Yeah. Like, I can understand Stan Lee because it's a Marvel movie, but yeah, not Todd McFarlane, really. Yeah. Maybe he was busy filming that... that that spawn that, spawn, that spawn movie he keeps talking about. That's definitely gonna happen one of these days. <laughs> oh, he's not crazy. He's always just walking down the streets of San Francisco, talking to himself, so again, sweating. So again, the movie is over. The threat is done, but we still have to watch it for another like we, five ten minutes. We have twenty minutes left of the film. Amazing. Again, everything is done. Can we get something to eat now? But we're still expected yeah. to watch this. What, 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 what are we doing? Like, <laughs> none of this. What, but can you imagine, like, like if that forty minutes that were cut were just was just like this? Like, it was just more, more of this shit. Yeah, hey. Like, could we be sitting here being like, "There's forty more minutes left." Which again makes me feel they wrote this script in one draft. They didn't edit it. No one came in and said, "Well, this makes no sense. Why does the movie keep going after it's done?" Maybe they thought like, "Oh, we'll write one draft and then we'll get the actors to like improvise and it'll be like a real free form." Why is this guy threatening her with a gun again? Again, you're bad at shaking. At this point, it's just a robbery. Yeah, look, we brought it full circle. the turd of the wind. Uh, they put this in the trailer, and they thought sure it would did. be good. They were so proud of it. This is such a badass line. I mean, it's definitely what a PG-13 badass thinks is a badass thing. <laughs> yeah, this is yeah, like what a 13-year-old would think is badass. And that's what Venom is. It appeals to 13-year-olds and the 13-year-olds in all of us. <laughs> Eddie? What was that? Also, good job keeping your secret identity secret there, Eddie. Yeah. <laughs> that's the thing. Like, he keeps changing and unchanging all over the place. Like, surely some of these places had to have had security camps. And it's night again. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, wasn't it just daytime? Yes, it was morning when he went San Francisco, the city of eternal nights. Yeah, it has like five minute days. And the rest is night. I did not realize this movie, fit, like, it's still got 20 minutes, so it's like 20 minutes of credits. Yes, and whatever. Holy shit. Is. That is like, that is holy shit. Like, I don't even think Infinity War had 20 minutes of credits. No. But yeah, we hit an hour 30, so that's basically exactly the length of a comic multiverse anyway, so I've, <laughs> I, I, we've met our end of this arrangement, Matt. <laughs> so man, that was that was Venom, and honestly, it, was, it wasn't even a very interesting commentary, because it's not no. a very interesting movie. It's an awful film. Uh, hey, Avi. Again, I wouldn't even use the word awful. The word empty is the thing. There's nothing here well, to see, grab See, that's on. what makes it awful to me, because it's just empty. There, there, there is so, something you could do with the film, but they didn't. So I guess we'll have to do this again for Venom 2 in the future, huh? Because this is now a test <sighs> franchise, and we'll have to do it for Morbius and Craven and whatever the hell else they do next. <laughs> 
<laughs> because because you all saw this, we're now gonna have to keep seeing Sony yes. villain based movies. Yes, you people are the problem, everyone. <laughs> you all saw this. And, and we're the problem too, because we feed into it, that's why. We're all to blame, man. Venom is to blame. But thank you everyone for watching and listening. We hope you enjoyed this impromptu commentary out of nowhere. Uh, we'll have to come back and do Spider-Verse at some point. We'll, prob we'll do Spider-Verse before uh, Far From Home, I promise that. Yeah, definitely. That is the better film. <laughs> yeah. Alright, everyone. So, I've been Joel. I'm Matt. And we will see you again next time. Bye-bye. See ya.